Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, welcome to it, San Diego. It is Gwen and Chris on a Wednesday afternoon. 2.01 is the time. Chris Ello and Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios today as Tony Gwynn Jr. starts a well-earned vacation. Tony will be off for the next, uh, oh, I don't know. Couple of months, yeah. When was is he coming back, Scraby? Like February? He's coming back. Uh, I believe he's coming back the first day of spring training. First day no. of spring training. Yeah, he's, uh, no, he's, he's out for back. a while. Yeah, he's coming back. Um, not this Monday. The following Monday. Following Monday. So we'll uh, get by without Tony for uh, a few days here this week and uh, next week. But uh, like we said, uh, if anybody deserves a vacation, it's Tony Gwynn Jr. This guy works seven days a week for the last seven months straight. And uh, with the radio show and broadcasting Padre Baseball. So uh, good on Tony to get a little time off, and uh, we will share that time with all of you. Uh, We've got a pretty good show lined up for you today. If all goes according to plan, we're going to start things with A.J. Preller, the uh, general manager of the Padres, is uh, due to call in here actually any minute now. So uh, we'll kind of stall for a few minutes and try to get A.J. on. Get the latest on the Padres situation and who's might be coming and who might be going and free agency. Of course, AJ's at the uh, po- at the uh, what the uh, general manager meetings. Yes, general manager meetings. Where are those taking place? I believe they're in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada. Let me just make sure. All right, so uh, we'll check in with AJ here soon. Kurt Kenny is going to make an appearance on the program as well today. And uh, he'll be uh, joining us to talk some Aztec football and uh, things going on with the program. Yes, Las Vegas. And uh, we'll get into, you know, all the rest of our stuff, the Daily Gambit. We have a Rate the Radio call for you. Chris, do we ever. And Uh, is this the one with the Cincinnati guy in it? We will have the Cincinnati guy, but I also found some college basketball calls. We are back. It's a prime Rate the Radio call Magical college basketball calls. Yes, yes. No, I don't uh, know about magical. I had dreams. I had dreams the other night when I was up in Palo Alto and the Aztec women were taking on second rank Stanford. I had dreams of the Aztecs pulling off an amazing ah, upset. Yes, and then me being able to uh, share with you my final call. You know of the upset, and maybe we'd put it on rate the radio call. Oh, you you did you did you dream this or you? I dreamed were... it because it never came close to happening. But I mean, you, they didn't. Uh, but you they thought about it. You really did think about. Yes, I thought okay. about what I was going to say if the Aztecs actually upset Stanford. It yeah. was going to be something like the Aztecs have just shocked the world of women's college basketball. See, I wasn't going to overstate it. That's good. And say that they shocked the entire world. I give it a six. I've always, yeah, I'd give that a six too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've always felt that broadcasters, with with all due respect to how hyped up and excited they get, but 
nobody shocks the world in a in a baseball game or even in a college football upset. There is no shocking of the world done. There is nobody in Cutter who cares that Appalachian <laughs> State just beat Michigan. I don't you know. know. Even, though it's a fan- there? even though it's a fantastic victory, I don't think in Indonesia they're necessarily worried no. about uh, you know University of Michigan falling at the big house. So, Probably not. Probably you know not. the old shock the world upset uh, commentary. I think is a little too much, but. Yeah, have the Aztecs women knocked off Stanford at Stanford to open the season? That certainly would have shocked the world of women's college basketball. Oh, but for sure. Alas, it did not happen. Uh, so the Aztecs women do play tonight. They're a home opener, so I will have to exit a little early from the show today, but we'll what? have plenty of stuff to entertain you in the 5 o'clock hour. Scraby will be uh, manning the uh, Manning the board and uh, and the microphones at yes. that point. Hopefully your your brain will be clicking by then. I hope it's clicking too because, uh, you know, the brain sometimes does not click. Your, br- your brain goes on vacation. A lot. And it doesn't need a whole lot of notice. No, no. It can, it can just happen absolutely, uh, you know, where whenever, wherever. Well, so. the I, I said it last week. I got a puppy and the puppy is an alarm clock. I'm not even making it. Yes, you've been getting up much earlier than you used to. I'm not even making it to my actual alarm. It's 5 to 5.15 a.m. has been the wake-up time here in the last, uh, I don't know, month or so. Yeah. Well, see, we already discussed this, how I get up in the middle of the night. Yes, you do. Like at 3 or 4 in the morning and do some work. But I'm lucky that I can go back to sleep. Are you not capable of going back to sleep once the puppy awakens you? Sometimes. We are getting into the routine of going downstairs, going Going to the bathroom and then going back to sleep because I cannot do it. Yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to figure it out. You'll 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 adjust. Yeah, as you go along here. La- last and, night uh, he uh, he he woke me up at two a.m. Chris because he uh, was underneath the bed trying to pretty much dig a hole through the middle of my bed. So he's I'd, becoming more puppy like every day. Yeah, puppies don't ever uh, dig holes in the middle of beds. At 7.30 in the evening. No, it's always at 2 a.m. Pretty much 2 a.m. is their time of preference But he's there. a good guy. He's a good well, guy. Well, you're going to be a good puppy dad. Oh, thank and you. And we're happy to hear about all that. The puppy's name again for Lucky. everybody who doesn't know. Lucky. Lucky the dog. Yes. Uh, that's probably up for debate whether the dog's actually lucky. Oh, is it to be to be owned by you? You know, he <laughs> he 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 adores me. Everywhere I go, he follows me. He wags his tail. He has no other choice. I mean, you're, you're right. You're, I'm you're the only one who knows. feeds him and shelters him. What kind of what kind of puppy is he again? He's a husky German Shepherd mix. I can't believe you got like one of the biggest dogs you could get. Well. Why didn't you just get a Great Dane and take over the house entirely? <laughs> There's a dog in the neighborhood that is a Great Dane, and it's the biggest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like a dinosaur. Huge. They are huge. All right, we have uh, managed to uh, to uh, waste enough time here so that uh, we can get to our show opening interview today. Uh, joining us from the uh, general manager meetings, the uh, fine general manager of the San Diego Padres, Mr. A.J. Preller, joins us. A.J., how you doing today? Thanks for the time. Thank you guys for having me. Always a pleasure to have you. And uh, for all of the fans who didn't get a chance, uh, let me uh, pass along congratulations on a on an exciting and uh, great finish to the season for you and the Padres. How did how did you kind of uh, categorize it? You know, you did knock off the Dodgers. You did get to the NLCS, but I'm sure you took a little disappointment with you when you guys came up short in Philly. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the goal every year get to the postseason and then, uh, you know, get get to get to a World Series situation. So I think, uh, you know, overall, a lot of pauses on the season and, you know, getting uh, getting to the getting to October and the series in New York and L.A. And then, you know, but but obviously, you know, the way it ended, I think, uh, you know, I think we're all looking at it as, you know, let's learn from it. Let's get a little bit better and uh, let's take another step here next year and, uh, and and go from there with it. But, you know, again, like you play in the LCS, I think Bob said it uh, his, at, at the press conference there at the end of the year. You know, that's that's what we do this for is to get to get in those kind of positions. And, you know, hoping we've been there two of the last three years in the playoffs. And uh, now we got to got to take another step and, uh, and find a way to get on that uh, on that World Series stage. And as usual in baseball, things move fast and furious, and of course, free agency is uh, underway. And uh, tell us a little bit what it means to you, what it means to us, the fans, when we see things like Jerkson Profar has opted out of his, uh, you know, returning in his contract. Robert Suarez, the same thing. Tell us what where that takes you as an organization when that happens. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, obviously we have uh, have a few players there with the opt outs, like you mentioned, you know, Jerickson and, and and Robert. I think they've you know they've got the right contractually to you know to test the free agent uh, waters. I think we've let you know all three of our, our opt out guys, Nick Martinez is the other one, let them know that we see them as uh, you know as as a, as a part of things, and they said the same thing. They they I think they loved their experience in San Diego, the fans, the atmosphere, everything they saw this year, a winning team. Uh, so we just spent the last few days just kind of getting a sense to see if they would opt out and then, you know, uh, trying to see if there was, a, you know, I, I think giving them a sense of where we see them here going forward with us. And, again, uh, starting here in a couple of days, we can start talking to free agents. So we'll factor all of that in. And um, But I think both sides of, you know, at least with Robert and Jerkson have, have let each other know that there's interest in coming back. And now we got to see, you know, if we're able to line up on something contractually to do that. Talking to AJ Preller here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline, Padres general manager. You just talked about being able to talk to other teams, free agents, and outside of the top three guys in your starting rotation, what is your approach to building that rotation past, you know, the U Darvish, the uh, Blake Snell, and the Joe Musgrove top three? What what are you guys going to be doing here this offseason? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in, in the, uh, I think you mentioned, I think from a starting standpoint, you can't, can never have enough starting pitching. I think we'll look at all, all the different avenues, you know, trade, free agency, uh, I think a lot in our own system, you know, guys, guys in our system that are, you know, that, that are going to have a chance to develop and step up, um, six year free agents, which is minor league free agency. We'll look at all those avenues. And, you know, again, I think, uh, similar to what we've tried to do the last couple of years is, build up a staff that uh, has a lot of depth and a lot of quality and, and can withstand the 162 uh, game season. And, uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll be looking at all that uh, here over the course of the next, you know, few weeks and months to, to look and have a deep starting rotation uh, going into spring training for Bob and for Ruben. Where does Will Meyer stand right now? I know you guys uh, declined his, uh, his, uh, the uh, extension of his contract. Does, does that mean you're parting company with Will Myers, or does that mean you'd like to sit down and try to find a deal that's more suitable for both sides? Yeah, I think, I think with all of our, our free agent group, I think we've, we've had different conversations with, uh, with their representatives or with the players themselves. I think with Will, you know, letting, letting his, his group know that, yeah, that $20 million for next year, that that was, and that was not something that we were, you know, that we were going to do in picking up the option. But, you know, again, I think Will, he's a, you know, he's a very athletic player. He plays a lot of spots. Um, you know, we've seen him have all-star seasons here in, in San Diego. So I think we've, 
we let them know that you know we're going to see how the offseason plays out and how our roster uh, plays out. But Will brings a lot of it's a lot of versatility, and he's a guy that that fits in you know in some different scenarios. So that's you know the next couple of weeks we'll have more conversation. We'll see how other options present themselves and how that compares to Will. And um, but yeah, it definitely was not a situation where when we when we didn't pick up the option where we we told Will, hey, this is this is it in San Diego. I think it was more of let's see if there's a different price point and see what the exact role is depending on what we can do and. Uh, we'll see how the next few weeks play out for everybody. Padres general manager AJ Preller joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. And I know we're peppering you with a lot of uh, questions about the future, but I guess that's this time of year. Uh, we've we've talked about the guys that are opting out, but next year Manny Machado has a player option, and obviously he's a massive part of this team. Have you had any discussions with Manny about that decision after 2023? No, we'll get, I think, get more into it here uh, as the offseason. I, I did have a chance to sit down with Manny like we do every year and just kind of talk about, you know, his breakdown on the season, you know, what he thought went well. Um, and then, you know, always, always interested to hear from our players and, and from Manny, he thinks that we think we can do better if we're going to take another step next year. So that was most of the focus of the, uh, of, uh, of the conversation after the season. Um, I think the biggest thing with, with both Manny and, and you know, and, and our, our group is that, you know, he, he loves playing in San Diego. He loves the fans. He, he loves kind of the energy he saw this year and obviously the team success. He's been here for four years. You sign a guy to a to a big contract like that and make a real commitment, and he's uh, he's doing everything on his end of the, uh, you know, of, of the of the bargain to uh, or of the deal to, to go out and perform. So, you know, we'll see where things play out. I think I'm sure we'll talk to Dan Lozano, his representative. We'll talk to Manny here this offseason. But most of the conversation up until this point has been about how do we get better for next year and how does he go out and you know, have another MVP-type season like he's done here the last three years. I remember you once told me uh, during an interview, AJ, AJ Preller is with us, that uh, you always have a, a bunch of uh, lineups and rosters and things written down on a board and written everywhere <laughs> and uh, all kinds of different options. Uh, we in our minds have a bunch of those in mind as far as where Fernando Tatis is going to play once he returns and how where he plays will you know, have an effect on where a lot of other people play. How much clarity do you have on that at this point? I mean, it's not until April 20th when he has to, when his suspension is over, but where he plays is going to affect a whole bunch of what you do this off season, I would think. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, definitely one of the questions I think, uh, you know, I think a lot of the conversation so far with Fernando has just been about getting healthy at the, the shoulder surgery and, and the wrist repair. So I think, um, you know, so far that's been, that's been most of our conversation here this, this off season. I think we'll start getting into, um, you know, I, I, honestly the next few weeks, I think ongoing conversation about, you know, what, what is the, what is the, uh, the, the role in the position going into spring training. And, you know, part of that may be determined by what options present themselves in the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, ultimately we're going to be very clear with him. He's obviously, you know, a huge part of our franchise and obviously a very talented player. So I think we we'll want to make sure that he's he's got a very clear understanding of what's expected of him. And if that's, you know, come in and play one set position, if that's to come and compete at a spot, if that's to come in and move around the field, we, we haven't made that decision or that call. You know, I'll talk to Fernando personally a bunch this off season. Uh, we'll try to try to see if we can line some things up, but we'll make sure it's clear when we get to spring training. Uh, and, and before that, so he can prepare for it. And, you know, this is this is what uh, what we're expected on the field. And honestly, a big part of the next couple of months, though, is, is more about just getting him healthy so he's ready to get back on the field for us. 
AJ Preller joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline, being nice enough uh, to take some time out of his busy schedule. I can't even imagine what your schedule is like at the GM meetings, AJ, but thank you so it's much for joining us. every other day. Is it just busy, just <laughs> yeah. busy. Uh, AJ, uh, we didn't see anything from Drew Pomeranz last year. I know that he's uh, still a part of the organization. Are we going to be seeing Drew Pomeranz next year, and are you counting on him to be a part of that uh, relief corps? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, again, I think we saw in, in 2020 and for, for a bunch of 21, he's an impactful you know, reliever left-handed, you know, late in the game and could pitch leverage inning. So, you know, that surgery he had, you know, that flexor, uh, the, you know, the flexor surgery, you know, I think it's it's been presented in some ways as, you know, kind of, you know, that, that uh, you know, that this is the time frame, you know, for that surgery. But I think we've had more experienced guys like Craig Stammen in the past, um, you know, they've missed really, you know, at times more than more than a year, been at least a year, you know, coming back from that. There's other guys in the big leagues that had those kind of surgeries and or that particular surgery. And, you know, it's 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 it takes a little longer, I think, to, to come back from that deal. So Drew's worked hard. Um, you know, I think he's in terms of like how, you know, how the surgery looks from a heel standpoint. I think it looks, you know, overall, everything we've gotten is that's in, good, in a good place. And, I think we're expecting him to come back and pitch and be be full go here uh, at the start of the season for us, and that would be a big addition to our pens getting Drew back. Yes, and uh, Aaron Judge would be a nice addition, and uh, <laughs> Jacob Degrom would be a nice addition. <laughs> what I mean, about Otani for the, for just yeah, throw them all in trade there? Trade for Otani, even though they said they're not going <laughs> yes, to. Yes, I know. I, I, just one player I wanted to ask about if there might be some interest in the Padres, and that's Wilson Contreras. And you said you can't talk with everybody for a couple of days, but uh, he's a, he's an All Star catcher. I think Austin Nola obviously did a great job uh, on into the playoffs. Is there without? I know you probably won't address it specifically, but are, are there any particular areas you will be looking to uh, improve in free agency? And is Wilson Contreras on your on your radar, perhaps? You know, I, I think the, the two clearest clearest spots for us right now are, are you know another bat. You know, obviously you have Josh Bell and Brandon Jury that we'll have, we'll have conversation with their representatives too about where they're at. But you know, with them being free agents, I think. Looking to add some kind of some kind of bat, probably a first base DH type bat, and then with Manaya and Clev, uh, you know, hitting the free agent market as well here at some point in time in the next couple of days. I think, uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll we'll continue to add that starting pitching depth. So I think those are areas that, you know, that we'll look to shore up. Catching, you can never have enough catching. We talk about that as well. And you know, I, I, again, I think you know the way Nola played at the end of the season into the playoffs, very encouraging and. Um, you know, the way he handled the staff and uh, got some huge hits for us. Uh, Alfaro, Luis Campusano, you know, having another year at AAA this past season and, and breaking into the big leagues. He had some nice moments in September catching Musgrove, you know, doing a good job behind the plate, hitting a you know, big home run against the Diamondbacks and Zach Gallon one day. He's playing winter ball this year, so we'll track his progression and, you know, see how he does coming into camp. I think we feel good about where we're at behind the plate, um, but again, I think if there's if there's an upgrade, we'll, we'll look at it and kind of see what uh, what fits our club here here going forward. Well, once again, AJ, thanks so much for the time, and yes. uh, thanks so much for the season. Uh, you know, I want to make sure that uh, on behalf of the great Padre fans out there, you know, we congratulate you guys on what you did accomplish, and uh, I know what you didn't accomplish is what drives you this off season to improve and get a little bit better. But uh, it was a phenomenal run. We had a lot of fun this year. And uh, we have you and Peter Seidler and Melvin and those players to thank for it. So we appreciate the time as always and look forward to seeing you soon. 
Yeah, it's uh, again. I think uh, I think same feeling. I think you know, in, in twenty we were able to get to the playoffs, but obviously you know no no fans, and I think to do it, um, you know, it's fun watching this group and this team. Bob and the staff did a great job, and you know, I think to see the atmosphere in San Diego, the electricity, the fan base excited—that that's that's what you do these jobs for. And you know, I think, uh, like I said, I think the last few years we played played good baseball, and now uh, the goal is is to do it again because the city's jazzed up as they should be. They love the team, they've supported it, and um, you know, looking forward to hopefully having a good off season, making the team better, and getting ready for uh, for spring training here. It'll be around the corner before we know it. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, AJ. Have a good rest of your meetings, and we'll uh, see you down the road. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Great having AJ Preller on, the general manager of the Padres. He joined us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. All right. The show's off to a rip-roaring start. Totally is. Right out of the gate in a hurry. And this is a reminder to all of you to make sure you, uh, you know, always show up for the beginning of the show at 2 o'clock. You never know. Because you never know what's going to be uh, coming your way. So a good start with A.J. Preller. Uh, I I don't know that I'm going to get my wish of Wilson Contreras. But it could be a smokescreen. Could be a smokescreen from AJ Preller. I just doesn't want to tip his hand there. Yes, that's what he's doing. He's throwing yes. everybody else off. Throwing everybody off. I the believe scent. all thirty G or twenty nine other GMs were listening to I that would interview. Think they, well, if they weren't, I'm sure they're already all interested in Wilson Contreras to yes. begin with. He's a he's a hell of a good catcher. But uh, it was you know it's interesting to hear him say that you know the the two spots that they're going to be looking at most at least uh, at this point would be first base DH type, which either means they don't expect to get Josh Bell or Brandon Drury back, or maybe they're going to really try hard to get one of those two both back. Yeah. And then the other thing is the uh, the starting pitching spots that are going to probably be vacated by Clevenger and Manaya. So yeah. uh, that we can certainly glean from that interview with A.J. Preller. Uh, if you have some thoughts on that, um, we're not going to have enough time really to take yeah, any calls, Yeah, we, we, right? we, we can do it later. We can do it later. Actually, if you want, you can come back. Uh, well, stay with us now, but at 5 o'clock I'll start taking calls about everything. Because, yeah, 5 uh, I'll be taking we'll over the show. We'll open things up at that time. But uh, Kirk Kenny's going to be coming up in about 10 minutes, and we got to get a quick break in. But uh, thanks again to the Padres and to yes. A.J. Preller for uh, making his his, uh, himself available for all you fans out there to get the latest from him. Uh, all right, uh, Gwen and Chris underway with uh, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby today, Tony Gwynn Jr., a little vacation day and or, or two or three or uh, eight coming up, but uh, we will <laughs> uh, carry kidding. on and uh, do so without him as best we can as we get underway today on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of colors starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details Right, good start to the program. AJ Preller, the Padres general manager, joining us there. Two twenty-eight is the time. Chris Hello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios today. And uh, no, he did not tell us that uh, the Padres are going all in on Aaron Judge. I wish I could pass that the news along to all of you, but uh, you know, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, they, uh, based on yeah. where the Padres' payroll already is, it would be a lovely thing indeed. But there's a there's a, a an article that I put into the grid later in the show. It has someone predicting the salaries of some of the free agents. And oh my goodness, Kylie McDaniel. We've actually had him on the show before because yes, he have. talked about Fernando Tatis Jr.'s contract. Yes, but uh, the Aaron Judge contract was nine years, like three hundred and twenty million dollars is what he's projecting. Aaron Judge is going to be 30 years old as when the season starts next year. And I know that he had a great year and he's a great player. He's also injury prone it, and he did not have an injury last season. No, and I'm not giving a 30-year-old nine worry. years. Yeah, that would make him to... 39. Very good. 39, very good. Chris. I'd love to do that addition If it was like 31, I wouldn't have been able to do very, it. Very proud of you. Thank very you. proud of you. Thank you. Uh, all right, so uh, if you missed any part of that A.J. Preller interview... Uh, and would like to hear it in its entirety. Before we replay it later on today, mm-hmm. uh, you can always go to our webpage at uh, 97.3thefansd.com, and uh, Scrape will have it there for you. Or the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app. The we Rewind have, feature on yeah. the Odyssey app, yeah. We also have uh, chaptering now. So if you go to our podcast during the show, Chris just <laughs> like, chaptering. what? That's a whole other world that I don't know anything well, about. It's actually it's really helpful because you go to the podcast, and if we're live during the show or anytime, actually, you just click on the show, and then it will show you because I label some of our segments and what we're talking about in that segment. So it's easy to jump around and figure out what you want to hear from us. I think you should listen to everything because... It's great. But and, and listen to it over and over and over again. Like 
from a different location each time, so we log your IP. <laughs> yeah, and yes, and you just get a little different feel for what uh, took place on the show. It was a very quiet day in sports yesterday. I don't know if you noticed that. There was no NBA games. Yeah. There were very few, maybe just a couple college basketball games. A couple of NHL games were sprinkled in on the schedule, but uh, everybody took the day off so that everybody could get out there and vote. And apparently, uh, at least in San Diego, we'll talk about this in more depth later on, but uh, the two gambling propositions failed miserably. They didn't even come close. So there will be no legalized sports betting for adults age 21 and older in the... um, in the state of California, Is I don't that know the way en- you understand it. Yes, I don't know enough about it to really have a accurate opinion on it. But one way or the other, my my thought is, if we could tax it, why not? Because we need money yeah. as a state, well, and st- my potholes are still not being filled. Chris, there's a lot of yeah. We we've discussed this in the past. Yeah, it'd be uh, nice since we didn't get a new stadium to get all of our potholes <laughs> potholes fixed because that's what they told us they were going to do with the exactly. excess money. Um, you know, a lot of people spent a lot of money to make sure this did not pass. And uh, the people who spent that money have a lot of money. And, you know, that's just the way it goes. I mean, there's people that want to protect their gaming interests in this state. I, I mean, and there's mm. quite, quite a few of them and they have quite a load of money. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, the the prep proposition with the most money spent on whether you know whatever side that is, yes or no, that that side tends to win out often. Well, I saw a lot of of no. I can't remember which well, I one. I saw it was. no everywhere, everywhere for twenty six and twenty seven. Yeah. So uh, neither of them passed. Uh, neither of them even got thirty percent of the vote. So, uh, but uh, you know, congrats to all of you out there who at least did uh, get out the vote yesterday. And uh, you know, I I know we feel like we can't make a difference with our one slim vote. But it's the only voice we have. So uh, I'm glad, uh, or I hope many of you out there took advantage of that opportunity yesterday to do that. One last um, thing about voting. I was told, because I used to work with uh, Carl DeMaio on a radio show back in the day. And who's that? Uh, I mean, I know a, who he no, is, yeah, yeah. He's a local. He, don't he, know. He's a local politician. He ran for mayor here in San Diego a couple times. Uh, we worked together for a, a while, and he, he always said... Um, you can't you can't really have an opinion on things if you didn't vote. So I, even if you don't vote on everything, if you vote on something that you want to vote on, you can have an opinion on it because you put your your at you least know, you put your two cents in exactly. There. And if you didn't vote on that thing, then you can't really have a uh, an opinion on it. And I kind of I agree with that because yeah, you do, huh? I, you don't think so? Well, George Carlin used to say that he didn't vote because then you couldn't blame him for the people that ended up in charge. <laughs> okay, well, that that's a whole – I guess I'm talking propositions you here. Can't, well, you can't blame him for any of the propositions that did or didn't pass No, you're, he said he didn't vote on it. That is really funny. Yeah. Yeah, George Carlin – He's actually right about that. He's right about that. So, <laughs> see, if you don't vote, then you then you should be able to say whatever you want because you're not guess. responsible for anything that's going on because you didn't vote. For, anyway, he would look at it from a completely different angle. Uh, we'll take a quick break here. When we come back, Kirk Kenny joins us. Got the Aztecs uh, getting set to host San Jose State. San Diego State trying to become bowl eligible for a 13th consecutive year. And uh, we'll find out what that all means. And uh, the weekly Pac-12 rumor watch as well with Kirk Kenny. So stick around as uh, Gwen and Chris continues here on a busy Wednesday program. Underway with a flourish on 97.3 The Fan. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to the program. 2.40 is the time. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. enjoying some vacation. And uh, we're going to enjoy a visit here from the always entertaining Kirk mm-hmm. Kenny from the San Diego Union Tribune. He joins us uh, via the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Kirk, how are you today? Pretty good. You're putting pressure on me to be entertaining. I don't know. Always <laughs> entertaining, Kirk Kenny. Guaranteed yes. to be entertaining, Kirk Kenny. Yeah. Hey, uh, first things first, Kirk. I saw, uh, you know, our sports editor, Jay Posner, at uh, the Padre playoff games with yourself. And uh, I guess uh, congratulations are in order for Jay. He's uh, announced his retirement coming up at the what, beginning of December. Is that, uh, am I correct on that? Yeah, it's uh, he's been there going on, I don't know, 35, 40 years, just like me, and yeah. uh, we're really going to miss him. I mean, this day and age, you know, you wear a lot of hats, and, and trying to replace Jay is going to be pretty difficult. I have just the guy, my former oh. boss at the Daily Aztec, Kirk Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? You know, I think I reached my sports editor level in college. No, you were a great <laughs> sports editor, man. You, you brought me in. Kirk Kenny taught me the ropes, man. He he and I put that paper together for an entire year, and then uh, Kirk left me to do it for myself the following year. And uh, I always appreciated your insight and tutelage, Kirk. Now, uh, did he teach you the uh, printing press, or did you guys <laughs> Yes, we had to actually else. write the paper out in longhand <laughs> back in those days, didn't we, Kirk? Our calligraphy was tremendous. We had very good <laughs> calligraphy so. back in those days. So. Yeah, it was it was a long time ago, 
But uh, anyway, yeah, Kirk's uh, Kirk's and uh, Kirk and Jay, man, these guys have been been at it helping us with the Sandy Union Tribune, putting this thing out for years and years. So, congrats to Jay Posner on his uh, retirement coming up. Uh, Kirk, uh, let's let's start with the Pac-12 rumor and get that one out of the way. Uh, All right. Should we know, spend ten seconds on it, like Dan Patrick did? Yeah, well, I mean, he did. He just kind of dismissed it as it was no big deal. To the rest of us, it was like the greatest news we've ever heard, except for the fact that probably not exactly true, or at least not true yet. Is that is that a better way to categorize? I mean, because, I mean, most of us, I think, are assuming that eventually this is just going to happen. There's probably more roadblocks in the way than I think there are, though. Yeah, I think there's been a lot. I mean, if you take all the times that there's been either realignment or rumors or this or that, the, the past four months they've been stronger than ever that San Diego State's finally going to have its chance. But I do think it was definitely premature. Next week, uh, I believe on the 17th, there's a UC Regents meeting, and they have to figure out what's up with UCLA. Um, will they let them go or some other issues there? And then and then also there's the media rights that have to get finished out for the Pac-12. And before those two things that happen, that, that's – what needs to get done, it seems, before you can talk about expansion. Talking to Kirk Kenny, San Diego Union Tribune here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Running back uh, Jalen Armstead, he broke out last week he, after missing several games with an ankle injury. We were texting before the show about this. Is this uh, what? What is this going to do for the Aztecs? Is this very exciting? Somewhat exciting? Not exciting at all? I think it's very exciting. Uh, they've got, Running back's probably the deepest position on the field for the Aztecs, and uh, he, he's a guy that's he's a big back. Brady was saying he's 238 pounds, and, and when he went off, he, he said he owes him a salad. I go, why not a steak? He goes, oh, I want him to have a salad so he doesn't get above 238. <laughs> um, but so that big back is what they really have needed, you know, when they need some tough yards and such. Uh, he was really – um, valuable in the last drive, they they held the ball for the last five minutes and forty seconds till time ran out, and he had about six runs on that drive, gaining about fifty six of his seventy two yards in the game. So, having him back was a very good thing for the Aztecs. So now I'm interested to see this year does he even get a larger load off of what he did last week? How did the coaching staff do it? I mean, honestly, after that loss to Fresno State, I don't think anybody would have blamed the Aztecs for almost packing it in this season. My goodness. I mean, just such a heartbreaking loss there to have that game get away and, and give up two touchdowns in the final one Oh nine of the game or whatever it was and not get the onside kick and see Fresno state win that game and take complete command of the, of the, you know, the Western division, making it difficult for the Aztecs to qualify for the mountain West championship but Brady Hoke and his staff got this guy's back, and they played a very strong game against UNLV. I, I, you know, people are going to say, well, it was only 14-10, to 10, and I'm going to tell those people, stop it, because the Aztecs used to not win games at all. So stop complaining about how they're winning. They are winning. And that was, that was probably not easy to do to get his kids back focused for another game. You know what's funny is we follow college, college athletics. I think losses, and especially tough losses like that, I think they sit a lot more with the coaches than they do with the players. I think players, you know, they're bothered by it, but when you're that young, I think your mind's on to other things a lot more quickly. And so I think the players were especially able to get past it. Um, and then just focus on the task ahead. And the other thing coaches are, I think are pretty good at is just worrying about what they can control 
you know, you want to learn from what went wrong in a loss, but why dwell on it? Because there's nothing else you can do. You can't change it into a win after the fact. And so moving forward is always what they do best. And, and I think the players bought into that and move forward. Talking to Aztecs football with Kirk Kenny of the San Diego Union Tribune on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. So Chris brought up a, a really great point yesterday, and it pained me just to say that right now. But he was talking about driving by Snapdragon Stadium and looking up and seeing that there were a lot of empty seats. And since this is the inaugural year for the stadium, what do you think? Uh, what do you? What are the thoughts there within the university about how it's gone so far? I think they're disappointed in the attendance, but I, I question their calculations as far as uh, prices they charge for tickets. I did a story last week on they they slashed tickets last week and for the next two games to about 50, 50 to 7% off of what they originally priced them at to try and get more people into the stands. Um, I thought they, they did very well at getting season ticket holders, but I thought I think their overall pricing plan was a little bit ambitious. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little it's it's frustrating. But Kirk, you and I have been, uh, you know, we've been going to half empty stadiums for a long time back to when we were at the Daily Aztec, and I, I don't think they expected the stadium to be, you know, this empty this soon into Snapdragon Stadium. So, what what is it going to take for people in this town to ever embrace Aztec football the way I think it deserves to be embraced, especially with you know, the success that they've had for the last decade? I've been scratching my head about that question for going on 10 years because this has been probably the most successful decade since the Coriel era, especially in program history, and yet they still can't seem to get above a certain uh, number of fans to come out to the games. And I don't know how much of that's on late start times or the availability to watch a game on TV or, or what have you because there's a lot of people in San Diego and you'd think more of them would come out to see the games. So I do think you know if they were nine and zero right now instead of five and four, they it'd probably we wouldn't be talking about you know where are all the fans, but because uh, I do think people in San Diego jump on a winner, and if you're not winning, they're they're finding other things to do. Yeah, they are, but that's that's really not fair and realistic to expect a team to have to go nine and zero in order to put people in the stand, you know, to fill up the stadium. I mean that's right, that's, and I've always that's, wondered that's where's crazy. the passion. Yeah, where's the Where's the passion, you know, win or lose, that you see in some other cities that, that never wanes? Yeah, we don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. You and I have it. Okay. I'm saying that yeah. the, the fans in, well, in general don't One thing have I've it. identified through the years is that San Diego has a lot of people from somewhere else. And so those people, whether it was Padres or Chargers or, or college sports, they're not going to root for that team. They might show up to the game when somebody else is there because that's their team, but – San Diego, I've never really seen, unless the team's winning, that gets you the whole city behind you. But other than that, it, it seems kind of fractured at times. Yeah. Last one for, for me, Kirk. Um, the Aztecs are playing San Jose State this weekend, and if they win, they become bowl eligible for the 13th straight year. And they're also facing a San Jose State team with a quarterback that transferred from Hawaii, so they know a lot about this guy. What are we looking at this weekend? Yeah, Javon Cordero, who was a former Hawaii quarterback who they've seen two or three times in the last few years, he transferred going into the season to San Jose State and gives them a veteran quarterback presence. The difference in San Jose than Hawaii is I think he has a better cast of players around him. And, it, and it's funny how the portal works. His two top receivers transferred in from Nevada, uh, Elijah Cooks and Justin Lockhart. So 
he's got two pretty good targets to throw to, and I and he's also a good runner, but he's got enough other weapons that I don't think he has to think he has to do it himself. Yeah, San Jose State's having a nice season. I mean, they're ahead of the Aztecs. They're favored by two and a half points. The Spartans are. Well, and in fact, this game's a must-win for the Aztecs because if they lose, they'll the most they can go is five and three in conference. And the worst San Jose State would be is five and three, but they'd have the tiebreaker edge over the Aztecs. So yeah. a lot on the line Saturday. Yeah, it's the last chance for the Aztecs to have any chance to uh, qualify for the Mountain West Conference Championship game. But a bowl game is still, you know, pretty likely here. You've got three games left, including one at New Mexico, a team that uh, hasn't really beaten anyone this year. So you know, if they get to a bowl game, you know, it doesn't it doesn't seem like that's appeasing enough people, Kirk, and I and I just. You know, I guess I'm going back to the same question to a certain extent, but, you know, does Brady Hoke scratch his head over the fact that, you know, look, we're we're a winning, we're a winning program here and uh, people don't seem to appreciate it as much as they should? Well, it's like uh, they, a couple of people brought up the word spoiled this week and he goes and one of the coaches said, yeah, I like fans to be spoiled. But at the same time, you know, there should be, you know, you're not going to have a 12 win season every year or even double digits. So uh, I, I think they did have higher aspirations and their goal always is to get to the conference championship game, but making a bowl game is significant. And I think it's significant to keep that streak going of consecutive uh, years being bowl eligible. Um, you're right. I think, I think they, they just need one more win. And I think other next three games, they'll definitely get one of those and, and be able to keep their bowling streak going. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've had 10 win seasons with, you know, three or four of the five last full seasons of football. I, I think that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And this season hasn't exactly, you know, it's, it's for some reason it's been labeled as a disappointment, but I think people would be surprised to know that, you know what, they're still five and four. They can end up winning seven, eight games. If everything turns out right, maybe nine, if they get to a bowl game, you know, that's mm-hmm. not the worst season ever, you know, in Aztec history because you and I right. saw, you and I saw some of those. Yeah, we saw with our years. We'd always, if they got over five hundred, that was a great year. And now, you know, the bar's just been raised, and so the expectations are higher. Yeah. All right, uh, Kirk. Well, thank you for uh, your uh, your entertaining presence on the program again. Today. <laughs> yes, excellent entertainment. And, uh, we look forward to talking to you and catching up with you soon. Enjoy the game Saturday night. All right. Next time, I'll have a song prepared to sing. <laughs> okay. I, well, well, play him some Eagles music, will you, please? Oh, so okay. You know, I got to do that. that. All right. Kirk let me, Kenny loves let me, his let me Eagles go. music. Go Give him a little Eagles, Eagles music to I gotta spell serenade Eagles him right. out. I got to spell Eagles right first. Um, gotta, it's not Philadelphia Eagles. No, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh, Scraby doesn't know how to pronounce Philadelphia. Hey, okay. Well, we've stalled enough. Here we go. All right. All right. You know, Kirk is a very particular guy. I've learned through the years, and so... That was actually pretty nerve-wracking, trying to pick the song that quickly, because if I would have picked the wrong one, I wouldn't have gotten the all right. Hotel California is a Grammy Award-winning song for best record of the year. Oh. What year, Kirk? Uh, 76. 76. 76 or 5, right in there. Yeah. Oh, Chris, Chris doesn't believe that was 76. No, I think it was 75, <laughs> but it could be 76. I think Kirk's probably right. Well, it technically, so. I think, came out in 75, but the Grammy would have come in 76. There you go. All right. Kirk Kenny, as always, we appreciate the time. Take care. Thanks, guys. All right. Kirk Kenny there on the uh, Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. 
Yeah, he said he's been thinking about it for 10 years. I, I know he's been thinking about it for longer than that because we used to kick it around at the Daily Aztec way back when. Why don't people go to Aztec football games? Why? Where are the students? Why? Why are the students so ecstatic and excited about Aztec men's basketball? I'll tell you why. That they go, they stay, they cheer, they act crazy. They've got a they've got a nationwide renowned student section at basketball games, and the football team wins ten games every year, eleven games, twelve games. This year they may win eight or nine, but that's still not so bad. The fans, the students aren't there for football. I'll tell you why. Why is that? Because the stadium is not on campus, and it is. But the stadium is now kind of on campus. Uh, for some that's a, people. that's a West Main campus. campus. Like yeah, a, I like how you just. <laughs> it's like a three-minute drive. But you got to think, Come though. On. you got to think, though. Kids are going to be drinking, and you don't want them driving. And if you want a you bunch of college students. You can Snapdragon Stadium. No, you can't. I'm looking at San Diego State out our window right now, and that is a good long walk to Snapdragon Stadium from, from there. Rich Hill once did it after a USD Aztec baseball game. I mean, it's doable, but he was it... so upset. The uh, his USD baseball team lost to the Aztecs on a Friday night. He walked back to the USD campus from San Diego State. Wow, so, that is that is uh, a lot of thinking he did on that trip. That's right. So all of those things are possible. All right. Well, we're we're not going to figure it out in the next couple of minutes, but it's something that's driven me crazy for a long time. Aztec San Jose State Saturday night seven thirty, and might I add, tickets available. Yes, and I believe we also are going to have some tickets to give away. Uh, no. Yes. Is it today? No, it's today. We today, do. We do have. Some we do. Tickets to give away. I so forgot. We'll give away some, Thank you, Chris. I'm glad I reminded you. All right, uh, we will. Uh, Get those Aztec tickets uh, lined up for you a little bit later in the program, so stay tuned for that. More Gwen and Chris on the way on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.